Welcome to the Start Up to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. Hey, Matt, how's it going? It's going really well. How are you, Mark? Good. Excellent. So how was your week? My week was good. Well, my it's been a definite improvement, that's for sure. I moved over to daily billing. And already... You this, did this, it? I did it. I fucking did it, boys. I did it. No, no, it, it, no way. It, it's so nice. Like, Because you know what? It Immediately the change is you're not worried about like oh my God, am I billing every hour? Am I meeting my quota? It's like, no, like I'm not taking calls in the middle of the day. I'm not doing things that would prevent me from reaching my my day, you know, one of my quota for the day. And already I just feel a, a mental weight lifted of just like, no, you, you have my full attention today and I'm going to work the way I work and you're going to get your value out of the day. So already like in terms of planning, everything else, I already have a day free. So like I'll, uh, I, I had my day free on Monday because I desperately needed a day off, <laughs> which, which unveiled to me that actually more than one day off in a row would be nice. So I need to figure out a vacation at some point, but, um, already it's like, oh, nice. I can see the day off in my schedule coming, or I can see that free day to work on whatever I want. So now I'm starting to think like, oh, time to get back to this engineering podcast, time to get back to projects. And it's funny, like I'm already feeling more creative like I've been thinking about a couple of like just fun ideas from podcasts I've been listening to. Like I've been listening to Default Alive, and uh, I get Corey Haynes's uh, tiny marketing um, emails. And I was I don't, I, for some reason I had this idea of like, oh, those tiny marketing ideas belong inside of like a magic eight ball. So like I want to <laughs> shake an eight ball up and like have a tiny marketing idea. And I thought that was kind of like a cute form factor, or like a fortune cookie, or something like that. So I was thinking like, oh, that could be a fun little project. Just like hack on something and give it to Corey and be like, oh, hey, I, I built this. I thought you might find this funny. But yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling my creative juices flowing again, which is, which is really nice. That's amazing. Just, just that little switch, like changes mm. your whole mindset. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like what a big difference. Uh, I'm just not stressed out about like, oh God, I went to the bathroom for 15 minutes. Like, or I, or I went and made coffee. Oh my God. Like it's, it. <laughs> You, you just feel this, it's, yeah, it, it's like it undermines your confidence in your work, in your own work. Like, right. I totally know how to work. I know how to work hard. I know how to work well. I know what good work looks like. I know when to cut corners and when to invest. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And and it's ridiculous to say that, oh, yeah, getting getting up off your chair, walking to the kitchen to make coffee mm-hmm. is like, is no longer work. Yeah. Right? Because you're most likely still thinking about what you were working on. And, it, and if anything, it's like, it allows you to stop and make sure that, wait, am I still, am I still on task here? Like, am I, is this the most efficient way of doing this? Am I overcomplicating exactly. this? Exactly. Wait, 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 mm-hmm. well, how can I simplify this? Like, you're, you're usually doing that stuff while grinding your coffee beans and, yeah. and you know, preparing the coffee. It's like, it's yeah. weird to say, no, no, I punch out and now I'm, I, this is not work. Mm-hmm. Then I punch back in. We're, yeah. we're not working on an assembly line. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. I was really treating my time like that. And and I and part of it too was I was taking calls and things like that in the middle of the day. And I've just become a lot better about relegating that to one day a week 
you know, usually on Wednesdays because we're recording anyway. So it's like, all right, I've kind of got like a Swiss cheese calendar. I'm not going to book any, I'm going to try not to book any serious work. I'm going to take care of appointments and everything else on that day. Um, and if I can squeeze a few hours into, why not? But it's, those are bonus. That's not like, or even then I, I rarely report them to my client as like anything other than like, you know, cause if I end my day a little bit early, then I have flex time I can make up or some days I work even harder or work longer. Right. So like, I feel less bad about having that time, taking that time and using it for whatever I needed to, whenever I need to do with it. So yeah, I just, yeah, like I feel a lot better about just my ability to manage the work now. Like, no, I totally deliver value in a day. Like there's no reason to, to go any more granular than, than that. That's awesome. Yeah. And we have Twitter to thank for all this. Thanks, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack Dorsey. I guess he's out now. Well, whatever. Thanks. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, friends. <laughs> no, it, it really is true. Like, yeah, I, I, it's nice to question your operating patterns every now and because otherwise you're just going to continue doing the thing because that's what you were already doing. Right. So that's great. And now I've got a day free a week. So now I can spend it on fun things. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I'm back on the grind for finding people for the engineering podcast. So I'm going to send some emails maybe this weekend and it'd be nice to to uh, record with someone uh, my next free day. I'm going to try to take Fridays as the free day. Okay. Um, and then roll with that. So we'll see. So other than that, the other like fun, like semi, well, this is, this is very exciting for me having dealing, dealing with taxes and fucking bookkeeping and all this garbage that I hate doing. I ran my first official payroll. So like I've kind of just been e-transferring myself money from the business and figuring it out at the end of the year. But um, I was like, you know, it would be nice to, I can afford to do, to pay myself a minimum, minimal amount. So at least I'm paying into the Canadian pension plan and that sort of thing. In Canada, we have payroll tax that um, goes into a pension plan that you get when you retire at the, at the end of your life. Well, you know, at the end of your career, I'll say. Hopefully. End of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, so I just like, I took out enough so I can max that out and then I can just issue dividends for myself for whatever other money there is. But the nice thing is that it, like, I'm like paying taxes like a real boy. Like I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not fucking Pinocchio anymore. Um, which is cool. Like it's, it's it, like I've, I learned a lot during the process. Like, how does disability work? How, how do you pay? How do you decide how much disability you should pay? And like all that kind of thing. But now I know how to run payroll and now I run payroll every month. Are and you, it's like, are you yeah. using a service for this or? Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. what is it? Uh, the, uh, my wife recommended wage point to me. Okay. And, uh, she had great experiences with them. Um, and they were, uh, they like during over pandemic, like, they made claiming wage subsidy really easy, um, and they were really on top of it because things were changing constantly. So they had great communication with her and with everybody else saying, you know, if we make it really easy to claim, do this, calculate this way. Um, and she was like, yeah, n nothing but good things to say. Okay. And they're totally reasonable. So, yeah, uh, I just got onboarded with them, and yeah, it was super simple, and now I pay myself. And, like, do you have to, like, declare how much you're going to pay yourself? for the year or you just pay yourself whatever yeah so the way i've done it is um in order to figure out how much i was going to be contribute to cpp um i decided on a salary for myself okay and then i just pay that every month um 
but yeah, you can pick pay periods. You can even go hourly if you wanted to. Um, there's like vacation accruals and stuff like that. I don't do that. I just pay it out to myself right. um, immediately. But the nice thing is that like all the tax deductions, everything, all the remittances, um, which point just takes care of for okay. you. Okay. Hell yeah, I'm w- I'm willing to pay for this. Hook me up, man. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. It's uh, it's super simple. And the nice thing too is like uh, you can at the end of the year you can be like I would like a little bit more money. Or if there's certain months you want to pull more from the business to pay for something, then you can just do that and then like square the dividends at the end of the year. Or you can decide right. how do you want to you know how do I want to tax optimize that? Yeah, I mean I've I've just been doing it because I I just pay myself a few lump sums throughout the mm-hmm. year like just because it's less paperwork if i just do a few yeah uh but yeah but then at the end of the year i have to go and generate these tax slips and mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass yeah i think i'd be i'd be willing to pay for someone to do that for me <laughs> yeah it's yeah and it's nice too because like at least for me because i'm i just declared myself a salary it's like three clicks it's just like sign in yes month of march done like yeah. And then in a couple business days, you get the money uh, deposited to your account. Plus, it's also very cool to see your own business as a line item in your personal account. Like, oh, <laughs> money came in from matt.com. And you're like, yay, <laughs> I'm so official. Can I be an employee of matt.com? <laughs> you certainly can. Everybody get in here. <laughs> we get Mondays off. Exactly. Four-day work week. Yes. So yeah, um, so that was kind of exciting. It was nice to get that uh, squared away. And now it's like, oh, great. My my monthly uh, expenses are a lot clearer and cleaner. Uh, my monthly books are making more sense over time. I'm just kind of investing in the general infrastructure of what it takes to run the operations of the business. And like, man, it's, it's so funny. Like, this is such a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, dealing with all of this stuff is so hard. Well, not, I won't say hard. You know, there's software you can buy and that kind of thing to make it easier. But Jesus, it's it's so much work and it's not fun work. Like you'd rather be building or talking to yeah, people yeah. or doing literally anything. Um, so it's, I could totally see a, a, an operation style business that takes care of some of this for you. I mean, I'm not sure how you would do it profitably because every company is different and things change month to month. But like, geez, if you could outsource the the operations of, of that I mean, you can, that, that sounds like a mint. You could charge quite a yeah. lot of money for that. I mean, the fact that we're in Quebec also makes things so much more complicated. Yeah. But I feel like there's missing like these kind of services for indie hackers. Mm-hmm. Like, like my, my business is so simple, right? It's a, money comes in through Stripe subscriptions mm-hmm. and I have a credit card that pays for hosting expenses and, yep. and, that's it. Like, <laughs> and then yeah, and then I want to withdraw money as salary for myself. Like, it's it's simple. Like, th- this is someone can do this with the spreadsheet. So why can't someone do it with a SaaS? Like, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Like, my bookkeeper has really operationalized her her bookkeeping business and has really. Um, I mean, she's invested heavily into automation and that sort of thing so her operation is as lean as it can be of just like yep every month i'm going to do this kind of reconciliation and i'm going to send you an automated thing and it's going to have these questions in it and you're going to use this receipt thing to upload this and she like i would argue she probably spends 
20 minutes or less a month on my individual books, but like just because of the level of automation she has. Um, And I don't know if all bookkeepers run their businesses that way, but it's pretty like, I mean, that's the way it should run. I mean, yeah, because like, geez, you're, if you were going to spend so much time on one person, you'd have to charge them so much. Well, no, I had to, I had to fire my accountant and bookkeeper. Like they they were, Mm. they were spending hours on my super simple business. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, but now now that I'm doing it all manually myself, I'm like okay. Now I've 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 experienced both extremes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paying too much for a, an accountant that has no idea how my business works, mm-hmm. and doing it all myself. I'm ready for a little something in the middle. Yeah. Well, no, it it gives me a lot more respect for like Peter Levels and what he's doing with Rebase. That like. It's not him filing your paperwork for you. It's like, no, we automate as much of the process as we can, and then we hand, and then I hand you off to a lawyer, and the lawyer knows exactly what conversation to have with you, the questions to ask, and takes care of a few things, and then hands you back to Peter, and Peter files the paperwork for you. Right. Like it's, it's nothing particularly special, but it's knowing a system and, um, what is it like system creating a process. Um, a clear, clear, like whatever, 10 step process and, and, and selling it as a package service. So yeah, it's, uh, so I'm finally getting to a, a level of maturity with operations, which is good. It's, yeah. It's every, every, yeah. If you do it, if you don't do it too often enough, every time it comes time to like, take a look at the books and see how things are going and just like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, this is too much. <laughs> I went too long. So yeah, that was really my week, which was nice. Just, yeah, lots of change over the week, which was very, very good. And then uh, coming up, um, the deadline is the deadline is arriving for uh, for my client's project. Uh, looks like we're going to meet it. The NFT game that we've okay. been building. Cool. Um, the launch is coming soon. I, I don't want to like talk about it until he's ready to launch it, but it'll be really nice to do. I'd really like to do uh, like a, an episode of my experience as a Web three consultant for. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time i think that'd be a really cool deep dive to talk about like the use cases and what they want to accomplish and that sort of thing i think it'd be really cool i have a thousand questions so be yeah. ready oh i'll be i'll uh, i'll review so yeah i'm gonna finish up this week uh we actually will meet our first uh like tranche of that deadline today and then we'll probably go live live it'll go to production probably next week i imagine and then yeah we'll see where it goes from there um and other than that, yeah, my next day off is working on the engineering podcast and uh, getting some more, talking with more technical people. Okay. How was your week? What'd you get up to? Yeah, it was, it was good. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've been working on this Stripe integration for mm-hmm. it, what feels like forever, but, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, you know, when you're, you're just nothing, you're not, you're not, pre- you're not releasing anything. You're just yeah. working and working and. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to to be active on Twitter, but I'm like, I have nothing to report. I'm still <laughs> doing this. Yeah. Uh, but I finally got it done. Finally. Excellent. Yeah. So now I have three three plans mm-hmm. that people can sign up to, and, okay. and they can they can upgrade, they can downgrade. It's like it's all it all works. And Fantastic. I have proof that it works because new customers now are, you know, I've continued to subscribe and. So, so I didn't break anything. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. And uh, so 
right now the new customers they seem to be split how I had predicted. Boom. It's like so when I when I drew the lines between the plans, I basically looked at my existing customers and like I found a line where eighty percent would be in the first plan, which is the same price as the previous plan, and then the other twenty percent would be on the two other tiers. Right. And sure enough, like the new customers that are coming in are are on that split. Okay. So eighty percent of them are on the starter plan, and uh, the twenty percent are on the premium. That's fantastic. Yeah, the premium. So not not the middle tier, but the highest. Yeah, yeah, tier. the big boy tier. I know. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it. It feels like it, it. This was so scary, by the way, right? Like, yeah. like changing these prices. I pretty much did it by myself. Like, you know, um, I didn't really ask anyone. Well, I, definitely not my customers. I didn't ask anyone because I knew what the answer would be, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, what are you doing? Don't raise prices. But uh, but I did I mean I did ask fellow indie hackers like their mm-hmm. opinion but uh, but it still felt like by myself right I'm the only one that offers this kind of service yeah right there's there's a competitor right now but they're VC funded and they're still offering the service for free so who right. knows how they what they're gonna charge for it mm-hmm. and then there's a free tool that you know, runs it's like yeah. it runs in a, in the browser so it's like it's yeah. it's it's fine for some people but it's not really comparable to power importer mm-hmm. so but so i i'm like the first one to like go out there and okay this is how much it's worth <laughs> so that was scary uh but when you see people signing up and not you know not batting an eye mm-hmm. or no one has emailed me and told me hey that's way too expensive mm-hmm. and i haven't i mean it's still too early but i haven't seen a decrease in my conversion rate so it's yeah it seems like my gut reaction is yeah i'm I was just charging too little and mm-hmm. maybe I could have charged even more. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say. <laughs> That's like some uh, Jason Cohen level shit when he's just like, exactly. we, we doubled prices and conversion rate stayed the same. So we doubled it again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the running joke when someone says, I raised prices and, and you know, no one cared. Yay. And, yeah. and then someone says, no, no, that's a failure. You need to raise again. Yeah. But no, I don't have it. I'm happy with this pricing. Like this is, awesome. if I keep this split, like that extra 20% of customers on this, on these higher plans mm-hmm. will, will increase lifetime value and uh, average revenue per user. Amazing. Like, and that extra money I'll be able to invest back into the company Excellent. because yeah, power import is still growing and, I'm having a hard time with the support load. Like, mm. like I I could definitely use some help. So mm. if I can hire someone to help, then I can spend my time building new importers. And Totally. So, yeah. So, yeah. And the other thing I did is I sent my first email blast. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many firsts. Seriously. Like, can you believe after like 20 months of building this, I never sent an email blast. Oh, man. <laughs> I I signed up to MailerLite like last year I think like, over a year ago. <laughs> Every and, month you're just like, hey, can you extend my trial? Can you extend my trial? <laughs> well, not even like because I'm not using it right. So because mm-hmm. they have a free plan, they have a okay, yeah. But they do they do vet each new customer. Okay, like they so I guess that's how they keep out spammers. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, they let me in like a year ago, but then I never used it. Like right. I I did a few tests of seeing how it works and mm-hmm. but uh i had to like 
make sh- set it up for real this time. Sure. So I realized that oh, I still hadn't set up some DNS records for it, and mm-hmm. so I did that. And uh, oh my god, it's so scary sending out an email blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's like, what if? Yeah, but I I did it, and uh, and yeah, it it went fine. Like I I had one person that replied and said, "Why are you raising your prices?" I don't, I don't understand. Even though in the email I explained why, like, <laughs> but to them it was like, there's no reason to raise the pricing. Like, you're, yeah, 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 Mark. There's no yeah, reason exactly. to raise. <laughs> it's like I know your business better than you. There's no exactly. reason. Get, so, I mean, get out of the chair. I'll, <laughs> let me sit down. I'll take over here. So yeah. So very kindly, I pointed out that first of all, I'm grandfathering you for mm-hmm. 12 months. You know, as I said in email. Second of all. Uh, with your current number of CMS items, you fall in the first tier, which is the exact same price as you were paying before. So, you know, so really big picture, I'm not raising my prices for you. So Mm. anyways, I said it much, much more diplomatically than that. (laughs) But that was the only person that complained. That's Uh, amazing. Yeah. I did did have uh, one customer reach out and say, oh, by the way, um, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I was planning on canceling soon, but I just want you to know that it's not because of the price increase. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that guy is an entrepreneur. Exactly. That, that person <laughs> fucking gets it. That person is unbelievably kind. Yeah. Oh, man. And we had a few back and forths after that. like, And yeah, that's totally what it was. Like he's, you know, he says, I want to make sure I don't fall in your statistics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what a boss of people that canceled because of the price that is a mensch move (laughs) oh that is so nice what a good person yeah but otherwise yeah that's it like no one flagged me as a spammer fantastic Um, oh one person unsubscribed uh but then i I realized after when i looked into it that they shouldn't have received that email in the first place like oh okay i made a mistake when i built my list and their subscription had been canceled since december so Okay. So most likely they're like they've fully churned. They don't want any news or anything from me. Mm. So so yeah. So that's fine. And what a great customer! They clicked unsubscribe. They didn't <laughs> yeah. just market as spam. Yeah, exactly. You uh, you attract such wonderful customers. <laughs> I want your customer base. My customers don't touch. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So that was a that was a big first for me. Man, well, congratulations! I'm glad it went well. Yeah, it's a big like it's a huge first. I don't think I've ever done it for any of my products in the past. Right. Email was always something that uh, I'll get around to it. And it's like, oh, I should be emailing exactly, my customers. Exactly. Everyone says I should be. And oh yeah, there's so much money to be made in email marketing. <laughs> but it's like, this isn't marketing. Well, whatever. I, yeah. I never did it. Yeah. But, uh, but not yet. Not that I, not that I have, I'm all set up and it's working and mm-hmm. emails are actually making it to the to the customers and fantastic the open rate was huge but that that's to be expected from a subject that says new pricing yeah (laughs) yeah prepare to be outraged exactly like everyone's gonna open that email so but so now not that i'm all set up i think i'm gonna try to send like one email a month okay so like really like not not trying to sell anything like Mm -hmm. uh really just for anyone who's interested in finding out what new features are coming or what has been released since the previous email. Right. 
because right now you know like sure i put stuff on twitter but a lot of them might may not be on twitter and you know how on twitter how stuff often doesn't get seen anyways yeah. because there's so much stuff so this would be a way for me to just have a list of like these are the new features that were implemented mm-hmm. and uh, any links to blog posts which i have one now <laughs> i saw that man you are like you're a mo- you have i don't know do you feel like you have a ton of momentum because at least from this side it feels like you are just fucking banging stuff out like you have really you think oh man well i'm just like you increased your prices <laughs> you you sent this mail you've got some articles coming out it feels like you've got a bunch of irons in the fire you've got like you're rocking twitter you're like i don't know it feels like it feels like you have a ton of momentum i yeah i mean i i guess uh i, I still feel like i'm not getting anything done <laughs> 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 maybe that's just me <laughs> Yeah, well, but you know, because what I want to be doing is coding. Sure. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm thinking, I'm wasting all this time on this stuff when I should be, you know, writing new importers and. Yeah. Oh no, I get it. (laughs) I I I know that feeling. But yeah, I mean, at least from this side, you're crushing it. This is yeah, this is amazing. (laughs) Well, thanks. At least I have one fan. (laughs) Yeah. Woo! Go, Mark. Yeah, but Uh, so are you? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, but speaking of new features, I. I started working on one today okay. because, because yesterday, uh, Ben Tossel of MakerPad, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a power importer customer. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's been using it for, for a few months now. He, basically the new MakerPad that is coming out soon yeah. is all built on power importer. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, do you have them as a, uh, as like a, a logo on your site? Are you able to do that? I, I haven't actually looked into it. Okay. I, I think I, I probably will once the site is launched. But uh, yeah, I, I just think that's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I was totally surprised when I when I saw the the new sign up. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so he he tweeted yesterday, basically complaining about how how complicated it is to like t- to write HTML content and put it into Webflow and trying to manage that with other tools. And and he mentions that, you know, he's mentioning that he's he's inserting, he's composing his blog posts or tutorials in like somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Then he's pasting them into Webflow and then exporting what Webflow has in the CMS so that he can see that HTML that Webflow has. has okay, parsed. I see. Yeah, because Webflow doesn't have a... a like, like, no, it doesn't have like a writing CMS. It has a data CMS or like a collection CMS, but not like. Well, like they they have a, they have a, a they have a rich text editor. Like okay. so, in your CMS, if you have a rich text field, you know uh, you have an editor, and you can't you can't compose a blog post in there. I mean, that's what my my writer did. Okay. They compose it directly in, in the editor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like you're limited on how many editors you can have on the Webflow platform. Right. Uh, so if you're having lots of people writing tutorials, it's not a great. I mean, in general, the Webflow CMS is not a great CMS for many people working at the same time. Yeah, that's fair. Like it's it's really great for holding data and then generating pages with that data. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that it excels at that. Mm-hmm. But actually managing the data, or if you have a data driven business and you want to like 
make business decisions on the data and it it's really not designed for that and that's it. why a lot of people use Airtable as their mm-hmm. their source of truth because sure. then you know they can have graphs they can they can have lots of people working in it mm-hmm. yeah they can have automations and apps and you know it if if your data is important for you like that's that's what people use mm-hmm. so yeah so Ben is like composing tutorials pasting them into webflow just so that you can extract them from Webflow in HTML that Webflow will support. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I it's see. like it's like a basically he's using it as a parser. Like, yeah. Like wow. here, parse this HTML. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he pastes it into Airtable and then Power Importer is able to to put it. Got it. So but then but when he tweeted this, like he, you know, he mentions Power Importer. Mm. And then like a bunch of people like jump on the conversation, like basically well, why aren't you using Integromat? Like, mm-hmm. Integromat will convert Airtable rich text to HTML. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, so does Power Importer. Like, <laughs> why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so right. here, like, I feel like there's this PR disaster going on. Right. And at the same time, I'm having a private conversation with Ben over DMs, like, about, I'm asking, like, where where are you composing these these tutorials? And it turns out he's composing them in Google Docs. And I'm like, well, I've already, you know, I already been working on this idea to, to use Google Docs for this kind of stuff and have Power Importer import it for you. So, but, but of course it was, it was kind of chaotic because I'm, I'm in two conversations at the same time. I'm in, in this public one where I'm trying to make sure that the message stays, you know, like that the message doesn't get warped into, Headline, you know, breaking news, Power Importer doesn't support HTML. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which would be FUD, right? It's not at all true. Totally. But that's how stuff happens on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's this fire I have to attend. But at the same time, I'm actually trying to do like product development with Ben. Like, yeah. So like, tell me how your workflow works. And, and, and yeah, like this is already something I had, I had brainstormed and had talked to other customers about because I saw the same problem. Airtable's rich text is really not a, a solution for writing blog posts. You can't embed images or videos or tweets. Or, like, you know, you, you, all you can do is basic HTML formatting. Yeah. Headlines, bold, italics, links, unordered lists. That's it. Yeah. So it, it's fine for if that's just a little part of your page in Webflow. It's often that's that's fine. But if you want to write on a full page tutorial or blog post then you can't right so yeah so i bounced the idea with ben and he says yeah that would be great so so yeah today i started working on it oh man you know because what i love about it is that i have a concrete example yeah you know like i asked ben can you send me a link to one of these tutorials okay so he sends me the google doc link right so then i'm actually able to see like can, is this doable? Can I convert this into HTML for Webflow? Yeah. And yeah, it was super easy. I was able to to have something up and running in, in like 30 minutes. Man, that that feels so much like um, uh, like Rob Fitzpatrick talks about that in um, in his book, in his famous book, whose name I'm blanking on, but... Uh, Mom test. Yeah, like when you, when you speak with somebody and they're like they're staking something, like they're staking time or money or reputation or something like that. And it's like, Oh no, here's the thing. And I'm willing to share it with you because I'm not just going to complain about that. Like 
I don't know, United lost my luggage. Like, you know, they're, <laughs> they're out here with a real problem and they're like, somebody fucking help me. Like, this yeah. is brutal. Exactly. And the fact that he's willing to share a link, like mm-hmm. already I have some real data yeah. and if I can solve it for him, like I've solved it for him. Like that's yeah. that's a good enough solution. Absolutely. Then after that, I can start testing it with other customers and maybe the way they format tutorials in, in, G, in Google Docs does not at all convert into HTML that's usable. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then, yeah, then the product can evolve because I have new examples that I can stress test. But yeah, but I often get feature requests from customers and then I try to like ask them for an example, like, well, you know, help me understand exactly your use case. Like, how are you going to use this? Can I see the data? And often it's like the conversation dies there. It's like, Mm. that's it. Crickets. Radio silence. It's like, well, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and create whatever, like a Google Sheets to Webflow importer. If you're not going to give me one example, like, Mm. like, first of all, are you even a potential customer for this? Because if you can't show me one example, like, uh, so yeah, when I can have an example like that, and and I had already brainstormed the idea like months ago, so it was was easy to propose a solution that that matched his needs and then all right i can i can build this in a few days mm-hmm. that is so f- cool yeah man. and that's what i want to be doing <laughs> yeah so that's that's going back to do i feel do i feel like i'm getting stuff done sure it's no yeah today i do like today felt that's that's what i want to be doing a customer has a need and i can find a solution for them and then implement it and and deploy it man that oh god this is such this is so cool. This is so cool. Like, I don't know, just like one of the things I've definitely learned from watching you work is that, you know, when I pick something that I want to work on, speaking with people who are vocal about the problems that they have and are motivated to fix them is just such a, I mean, that's, that should be like a precursor to serving any customer base. It's like, where do motivated people with burning problems exist? And it's so cool. Like, I mean, I'm sure this sounds extremely stressful <laughs> and I, I don't know that I want it in that, in a heap <laughs> or at least in one, <laughs> one serving like that. Right. But, like, man, that's very cool to be able to like have a public conversation with someone who's having that real problem and is willing to stake something and is vested, invested in a solution. Like, I think that's super cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, in, in the future, like in my next product definitely needs to have that recipe. Mm-hmm. where it's like it's a real problem people can actually sh- show me you know their data or like the problem yeah. this is what i'm trying to build mm-hmm. and then i can build something that solves that problem yeah and yeah the, the op- openness to solutions yeah. like what can i how can i share some things with you how can i how can i put something up that that demonstrates my willingness to to have the solution be solved yeah exactly like I've, I've had a landing page now for months or maybe even a year like to do to do migration of of uh, WordPress to Webflow. So I had, you know, just to to capture some emails to see if there's interest. And sure mm-hmm. enough, yeah, there's people that, that sign up for it and request access to it. But usually, like almost 100% when I, when I follow up on it, mm-hmm. like, hey, could you tell me more? Like, is this a one-time migration or do you want to use WordPress as a headless CMS? It's, mm-hmm. it's always radio silence. <laughs> or it's like, oh no, well, I, my my client has a WordPress site and I just want to migrate it to Word to Webflow. Well, it's like, well, 
I can't do that with <laughs> with the API. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can transfer data over, but I, I can't create a Webflow site for you. Yeah. Man, it reminds me of some of the conversations I was trying to have around the 10,000 CMS limit. Yeah, exactly. Of just like people who's, they're like, oh my God, this is, I, I couldn't possibly deal with this. My CMS is exploding. I'm going to hit the limit. And then you speak with them and it's like, okay, like, where are you at? Did you get this? Is this still a problem? They're like, oh no, I, it's fine. Okay. Like, what, what did you do? Are you still on Webflow? Oh yeah, we're still on Webflow. We have like 50 CMS items. So it's not, it's not a problem yet. Like, 50 yeah. is a lot less than 10,000. <laughs> it's a lot less. No, exactly. It seems it seems that there's lot, lots of people out there that complain about things. Sure. But then a lot of them are just complaining because they want to complain. Like they want to, mm-hmm. they're frustrated. They need to blow off some steam. Or, or, or feel reassured maybe. I don't know. Like a lot of the people, yeah, they have their own reasons for wanting to throw some stuff out yeah but that's why it's so important to talk to customers because mm. yeah if you just if you're just lurking a forum and you see people complain about something and then you go yeah. build it in private yeah. and then launch it on product hunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> right you might have a nasty surprise yeah yeah you're gonna look at the forums and be like look at all this market demand exactly yeah so when can we expect a beta of this new um, do you have goals or yeah like I was hoping to get it done this week like, okay like uh, because I have I have the proof of concept working so like mm-hmm. I, I am able to convert the Google Doc into HTML for for Webflow like that part works wow and, and it looks great like it it really is like a high fidelity to what it looks like in Google Docs amazing yeah so now it, <laughs> what I was struggling with today was how do I modify the interface of power importer so like mm. where you can spec like specify oh in this rich text field i want you to to use a google doc right like that's that's the part where it's always tricky like how mm. to change an interface that doesn't confuse like the existing users but you know it will be easy for ben to find to set up right you know i i could just do a very simple first version that's only available to him, like put a feature flag and uh, I might have to do that, but it's still, I still have to think about what is this going to be yeah. interface. That's honestly is the harder, the hardest part, mm. <laughs> especially for me. Like, you know, like all the back end stuff is easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. And fetching the documents and what do I do when the document, you know, times out or doesn't respond or mm-hmm. that's the easy stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's uh <laughs> That's a well-traveled road right there. Yeah, yeah. Those, those, you're talking to machines, you know. That's, that's <laughs> You're speaking my language. Exactly. But user interface, you're talking mm. to humans. I don't do humans well. <laughs> I just find that so hard to believe because like I, I, I've said it before, but your designs are excellent. Like, you're very, you're so good at it. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of work. But yeah, I mean, your designs are excellent. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I, I spend too much time thinking about it. <laughs> can't see the forest for the trees anymore yeah i mean that's the hardest part of it once i've got that yeah then after that's all the back end stuff which is it's already done mm-hmm. in my proof of concept i just have to clean it up integrate it into the existing airtable importer yeah and bob's your uncle amazing so, so much yeah. progress hopefully hopefully yeah friday end of friday very cool and out of curiosity 
would that be another importer that you would charge for? Or like, yeah, how, how does that um, incorporate into your current billing practice? I, w- I would include it as part of the Airtable importer. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's same price. It's included in it. It's just a, an extra feature, like a different way of providing a, a mapping for a rich text field. Got it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so like, because right now you can pick like a Airtable rich text field or a plain text field mm-hmm. and that contains HTML. Got it. So now there'll be a third option where, or you can provide a, a URL to a Google Doc. Mm-hmm. Man, that's rad. Yeah. Too cool. I mean, yeah, that, and that's 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 what I want to be doing. Like, yeah. you know, and this is the kind of stuff that's fun. Like, you can you can build it in public. You know, tweet about it, and and yeah, the next ideas I have for importers, like most of the time, that's my my biggest problem is I don't have anyone that has a, a concrete example. <laughs> right. It's like a, you know, I I've seen lots of people say, oh, they need this, they need that, but someone that has a concrete example that they're willing to share with me and. Give me their API key, and I haven't I haven't really found anyone for for those. So yeah. So either I keep looking, try like really try to to find someone. Oh, and now I, I guess I could send an email blast and ask my users. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow, the possibilities! Look at this synergy that you created. <laughs> but otherwise, if I can't find someone that has a concrete example. I'm just going to invent one myself sure. and uh, basically release it as a YouTube video. Here I'm building a job board with Notion and Webflow, you know, or whatever importer I'm building. Yeah. So yeah, that was my week. Yeah. Sounds exciting, yet stressful, yet <laughs> exciting again. So. That, that's what's exciting about it, right? It's all those ups, <laughs> ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. It's a crazy roller coaster we call life. <laughs> Cool. So I, I I don't know if you have anything else, but I'm that's good for me. Yeah. Let's uh, t- let's do this again th- next week. Yeah. I had such a good time. I think, <laughs> I think I'll do it again. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll catch you next week. All right. All right. Later.